When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 961 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by the crew, the usual crew, James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Askren. We are here on a Monday. Worlds has concluded, and we don't have a lot more medals than we did last time we did this show. But Emit Allure won gold in fantastic fashion. The ladies finished up a strong showing at the World Championships. Japan's still the standard there. Uh, we're going to have a question, kind of a world's wrap-up and a lot of uh, and a question-heavy show. We have, we have ignored your questions far too long. And JD said, enough is enough. These people need answers. They have questions. They have questions. We probably don't have answers, which is the worst part of it all. Because I think we're we going to guess. We can guess. We, at the we can guess. We can give our best guess. That's all we do here. Yes. Um, that's all we do do here. So we'll get started with that. But first, Ben, how are you? I'm good. I had a great weekend. We had the PNL in Chicago. We had a bunch of new teams there. So I think we had 18 teams. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good competition. Ran in a very timely and efficient manner. So everything's great. <laughs> timely and efficient manner. <laughs> that's we're, one of our things. We're trying to set the standard. We say the schedule. We're going to be on schedule. We're not going to run late. Okay. Well, good job on keeping the schedule. Was Sion helping running your, your operations there? He's very. Uh, Sion's, you know, he's actually. I know he's the vice president at Flow. He's the president <laughs> of the PNL. He can't make up his title. Uh, he's not a vice president. He's your oh. boss. Get used to it. <laughs> you got to stop no. disrespecting him on the show. That's right. Um, Sion is not my boss. <laughs> Okay, where where do you want to start, boys? Um, I thought we were doing questions all show. Nice. All show? No, let's wrap. Let's wrap a little on worlds. Okay, wrap on worlds. Um, America is the best in the country, Christian. You didn't believe in us. We are the best. We love you, (laughs) America. You you kind of fumbled the bag there, America. Damn it! What did I say? You said America is the best in the country. One. Well, we're that too. (laughs) Well said. Two. Your whole thing was the the come on dog thing. You kept running. that was in reference to you trying to ignore Russia's scores at the World Championships. That's why I said come on dog. You're like, nope, Russia's not there. They don't count. And then I said come on dog. So no, no, no. I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second part. I no, no, I said to they it. didn't count after that. No, we can rewind the tapes. We can rewind. Yeah, the tapes. I said you said they're gonna be a battle for second or third, and I said, well, who do you think is gonna be first then? And then you said Russia, and then I said they didn't count. Yeah, so you said they don't count. So fake, fake. Well, they don't. Bad. They actually don't count, though. They do real. count. If you oh. want to call yourself the best, you have to beat them uh, if they're at the tournament. But anyways, we did do it, and I accurately predicted everything. Didn't miss a single match. Every result. 
Um, our girls did pretty well. Yeah. Um, not quite as well as the men, but at the same point, uh, man, Japan is just so good. It's, uh, I, it's almost perplexing how good they are in women's wrestling because they're like pretty good men's, but not great. So it's kind of funny in that way that they're so good at so much better at women's and men's. Um, and they're just so much better than everyone else because a lot of the other good countries in men's freestyle are not really all that great in women's freestyle. Yeah, and they had an upper weight beat us, which is rare. You know, their their yep. seventy six beat Adeline, which you know that hadn't happened. Normally, we kind of, kind of one of the ways we've been able to make up points against Japan is at those upper weights where they're not as good. But now they've they've got a solid option there. I, I'm I'm excited for the Olympic year because I think that sets up best for USA. Yeah. Now, can we beat? Ru- can we beat Japan? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Even that's. I'm not sure that's possible. I mean, it's possible, but not sure it's very likely. But I think our team's going to look really, really solid. And some of the weights where we weren't able to get big point contribution, I think it's going to be short up come the Olympics because I think it's going to just briefly. You got to figure Sarah is is going to be the 50 again, right? And then yep. 53 is going to be a combination of Jakara, Dom Parish. I heard Jenna Burkett might go down. I think she's going to be – I think all three of those could okay. medal at the Olympic Games. There's probably some others I'm forgetting. Uh, Helen at 57 looks to be, you know, our best option yet again and likely to bring home a medal. Um, Kayla, 63 – or 62 is, two, is I think um, – She did not have her best tournament, though. No, she didn't. Definitely not. And she, I'm sure she feel, feels the same. And, but will and, okay, so but here's the two is I, I think that probably uh Macy Kilty and Amit Alor, which were both in non which should probably slide down to sixty two and sixty eight. Um because Kilty is coming off of silver and then Amit Alor obviously dominated everyone. Yeah, so Macy versus Kayla looks like it'll be the showdown at the for the Olympic yeah. trials, or maybe some others in the mix there. And absolutely if you're if you're Terry Steiner, you are doing anything you can to get me to commit to going 68. That's going to make you so much better. You're going to have a medal threat at 72, regardless of if it's a meet or Adeline again, or Kennedy punches through, or Kylie Welker, or you know, Yelena McCoya. There, there's a lot of options there. So I think our our Olympic team is going to be really, really solid and pretty similar, honest, candidly to uh, 2021. Potentially, yeah. I mean, there could get, you know, if Kilty and Alor get in there, there could be a few new ones, but yeah, yeah. It's very similar. Yes, yes, indeed. What are your thoughts on Adeline versus Kennedy now after Adeline drops this match? Does it change at no. all? No, I think, I think, <laughs> listen, Kennedy showed what could, what she can do against Adeline. Um, so I, I think ways. I think it's winnable for for Kennedy, but there's also just the savvy veteran, the strength. I think in a year Kennedy makes up the gap, but um, you know I thought that was going to be this year also. So I don't well, know. She made up the gap. Yeah, and then another <laughs> gap got created. I know. So now she has <laughs> another think, gap to make up. I think a large part of it is is mental yeah. for her. Just hundred percent. She's mentally all there in the right state of mind. Thinking that she's going to win, that she deserves to win. Yeah, finish. She deserves yeah. to be there. She can win. Just finishing matches. Um, that's hard against someone with Adeline's skill, and she's never going to stop. 
you know, trying to score and trying to pin you. She got, she's got the knockout punch too, you know. So I don't know. Oh, but yeah, you're right, Ben. Everyone is, and, and JD put in the doc. A lot of questions about Japan is so good at women's wrestling. I don't have a a theory other than they have a they have an excellent system and they have athletes yeah. that are committed to it. And I would guess something like also maybe um, uh, do they have the same coaches? Because I would I mean that's probably a big part of it, right? They probably have different focused women's coaches and different focused male coaches. Mm-hmm. Some of their coaches, I don't know about back home, but um, they they do both sometimes. I've seen like okay. at age-level world championships that I've been at with our coaches. Some coaches stay the whole time. But okay. I think they do have some specific women's coaches. I think a big part of it, too, was investing early in sure, sure. women's wrestling. So you yeah. get really good, and then that success breeds more success, and it's kind of a cycle. Um Similar to like when a college gets really good here, and then okay, now high level athletes want to go and continue on to, to, to go to that college. Similarly, in Japan, you start seeing world and Olympic champions being put out at a high rate. Your high level athletes want to go do that. Yeah, that that's true too. Maybe they're just early, the earliest adopters. And USA has yeah. been in the game for just for a long time too, but. It seems like their level of investment in the athletes too make up make a big difference too. And only recently have we seen the explosion of of women's wrestling, right, and participation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. The level of athlete you're getting that goes that chooses to go into wrestling in Japan for women versus um, in other countries where, like here, maybe they play volleyball or basketball. They're more likely to play volleyball or basketball. Yeah, something sure. like that. No doubt. So, congrats to Japan. Maybe we'll run them down one day. Okay. Uh, any any other world's thoughts before we go to question mode, which will invariably have world's questions in it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, let's start with one from Bader's father-in-law, Pete Saylor. Better overall wrestling career as of now, Taylor, Dake, or Snyder? We'll let ben oh, take this one. every year with these questions. Every year, something it changes. Well, I mean, we're all going to go Taylor this time because he just—he's the one that just won. Well, yeah, no, no I mean, no. JD's not. JD's sticking with Dick. He's undefeated against David Taylor. Like, hmm. whose career would you rather have? I don't know. Uh, one's an Olympic champion. This is yeah. true. And he has one's a four-time NCAA champion title now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. What'd you say? He's got three three worlds plus an Olympic. Dake has two. No, he has got four worlds. So they both got four. Both have four, but David has the Olympic. Um, all of David's, you know, are at an Olympic weight. That is notable. Sure. Um, what what are so the that you could counter the now we're going back to NCAA's. So, if you want to counter an Olympic title with two NCAA titles and say those negate each other and that they're square, you could say that. Um, I don't know if I would. Um, to counter that, to counter the counter, while he didn't have as many titles, he had a better overall record. He had fewer losses, I believe, in his NCAA career and was more dominant through his NCAA yeah. career. And he had more Hodges in his NCAA career. Um 
for for Dake, you know, they made the team at like the same the literal same day. So they've been started making teams more recently. Uh, another point for David is he really hasn't lost since twenty. Uh, other than the Gazdani loss, he has one loss. Dake has um, a Sidikov loss and the Kadi loss. And then what else? Nothing really else. No. Since it. So one loss really separates them. It's really tough. But I guess we're talking a lot about Taylor Dake. Are you are you throwing Snyder out of this uh, conversation? Well, I feel like this weekend, you probably are. Yeah. Depends on what. Tetrudinov goes off and does too. Yeah. As of right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Kyle only has three world titles, correct? Yeah, 15, 16, 17. Oh, no, last year. Last year. So he has yeah. four also. He has four. four. He has four also. Oh, my God. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And yeah. he's the only one with an Olympic gold and another backup Olympic medal. Yeah, so he's a two time yeah. Olympic medalist. Yeah. I don't know. It's a real who's. You know what? Let's. You know what, Pete? This was a trap, and I fell into it. We'll, when the dust settles, they still got so much to do. No, I know what career I would take. You fall in this trap every single time. <laughs> Kyle Dake, who you are? Blonde one. Blonde one. The four. The four NCAA titles and undefeated against David Taylor. Like, if you ask yeah. me, who, whose career would I rather have? Kyle Dake. All right. He's got the trump card on David right now. Unless you want to say that the Olympic title is a trump card, but. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's four and four. I initially said David, uh, but I will go back and say Kyle. Flip flopping Ben. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, hold on. The, Talk me into it. I guess the question. The just, question was wrestling career. Yeah. Not like who would win, because if it's who would who would win, do you guys still think? And it's not crazy at all. Do you guys still think Dake would be able to beat David Taylor right now? No. Uh, let's no. just throw him around, Robin. The size Watch is him. too much. Size is too much. I, I consider it though if you say you give him two years to bulk up and it's at like a eighty four kilo or something like that. Yeah, D- Dake's not getting up to eighty four. Like he was, he was weighing in. I'm pretty sure the seventies when he was wrestling Jaden in the. Uh, but the thing is, why do you consider size now? He was way way smaller yeah, than David smaller. at the Olympic trials in 2016. Because I think David has continued to get better and can way use better. size to his advantage. Yeah. You would think, you would think Dake. Not that Dake hasn't continued to get better either. But. I know. It's and it's just one of those things. Can does Dake just have the one? It's crazy. No one else can slow this guy down. D- yeah. David is just a runaway train against literally everyone. It's a good song. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know who's. I don't know whose career I would take. They're all. They're all pretty solid. <laughs> pretty solid. Uh, pretty solid. Are we in the golden era of USA Wrestling? Do you think we get even better? Well, I don't know. I think we could get better, but it's it, it's hard to imagine. Can you read that question? You read that wrong. You read that very quickly. Okay. Are oh, we in the golden yeah. era of USA Wrestling? And do you think we get even better? I'm gonna say yeah. We get. I'm saying yes. We are in a golden era, but yes, we also continue to get better. So I agree. Absolutely, we're in the golden era. Getting better is tough because. We have so many legends, and are we just going to be a turning out legend after legend after legend at well, multiple weights? We have Jordan, David, Kyle, Kyle are just like absolute legend legends. So four, 
out of six uh, or ten weights are just Mount Rushmore candidate type of wrestlers. Yeah. So the so idea I don't know that, that that'll just, happen again. That's what that's what that. I'm saying. It's and that's well, no, I mean, like say if we were if we were first or second in the world every single year, you know, and the thing I would point to is like, look, we Seabass is an American. He just was world silver. Meechus, he's an American. He was just a world gold. And we may not have the situation where certain guys are on a team for a decade. It may happen with one or two of them, but it will be like Russia, say, I don't know, five, ten years ago, where it was like whoever made the team was likely to be in the world finals, right? Mm-hmm. Remember some of the 74 kilogram weight classes where it was like, this is my era, but it was like Satyev, Sargush, uh, Mertzaliev, you know, like whoever made the team was going to try to win a world title. Yeah. So that's a good point because if you look at Russian teams, there's very few guys that go on that run like that. The run like I mean, even as great as Sargush was, how many teams in a row did he make? Like, did he make four teams in a row? I'm not sure. Well, um, yeah, I think he made that many. I think nine, ten, a little bit. Nine, nine, ten, eleven. Make um, nine through fifteen. He made a bunch. He was not fifteen, and and he was he not, and he was not thirteen. Would beat Jordan in fourteen, right? He beat Jordan in fourteen. He wasn't there in thirteen. Um, he was there in eleven and twelve. He's definitely the rep nine through twelve. Yeah. So, so. In fourteen, he won. And he won in fourteen, and then never again. So, yeah. you know, you've got the Sargushes, the Sajalives, the Sidikovs that, that go on runs, and Uguya for here, here for a bit. But there is a lot of you know, movement and a lot of changes yeah. in their weight. So maybe that would be a sign, you know, not having the same person locked down a weight for five, ten years. I mean, Snyder's going to have locked down 97. He's coming up on a decade of, of having this weight. 2015 yeah. would be Two ten more years. Well, one more year. Yeah, honestly, if he makes it, and honestly, it's hard to envision him not on this team again. You know, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be him next year. No. Uh, okay, so gold. Hey, do we get better? I don't know. It's tough to say. And also, you you mentioned I don't know why, but you mentioned like Sebastian Rivera and stuff. But like that's kind of my, part of my point is I think we're gonna lose more and more good guys to other other nations, which is gonna cut into our talent as it has Russia. Um, so that's not gonna that's gonna make it tougher. Um, Fun fact. I think. I mean, I I think that also points to like. How good and how deep we're getting because mm-hmm. if those guys thought they had a better chance of making the team, maybe not, maybe not Mitchich, but I feel like Rivera. If he would have felt like he was closer, he, he likely would have stayed on the American roster. Um, no, I think it is a good idea for them to go to the other, other rosters because they get a lot of shots at Worlds and they don't have to wrestle off a whole bunch of times. Um, but I think it points to the depth for us. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact from JD. Uh, that I forgot about. 2011 Worlds, Sargush lost to Venezuela. <laughs> what? <laughs> when? I have no recollection of that. 2011 Wait, Worlds, after Jordan beat him, that was the year Jordan beat him in uh, like the second round, he went and lost to Ricardo Roberti of Venezuela. 1-0, one, 1-0, one, 1-0, one, 1-0. Dang. So he just didn't want to be there or what? He got dominated. Because <laughs> Roberti's not good. No. According to you, he's not very good. <laughs> Ethan Carson, does Nickley deserve some respect? People saying Yanni would have placed. 
Well, Lee was on stack side of bracket, had a good match against Almazad, who beat Yanni two times. So I don't think Yanni was a guarantee, LOL, says Ethan Carson. Um, no one did better at Worlds than guys that didn't make the team, I found, this year. They, they were the best. Jordan and Yanni and <laughs> Gilman. All I'm hearing about is all the hardware those guys brought home, hypothetically. Uh, yeah, he deserves some respect. And yeah, Yanni's great. But as Ethan basically made the point for us, it's 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 very likely Yanni doesn't place in this bracket because he loses to Amazad. Um, and wait, did Amazad make the finals? No, because Musukai no, beat him. So so y- Yanni DMP similarly. So uh, yeah, I think you I think he does deserve some respect. I feel like most people were saying Nick Lee wrestled w- really well. I think so, and that was the kind of the consensus that he performed at or above expectations even though he did not medal. Yeah, he didn't get run out of the building. He wrestled, yeah, he wrestled clearly really hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, threw him on his back and, you know, if he, if you're able to hold him there, you get the pinfall and then you move on and then he's wrestling for a medal possibly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I respect, respect Nick Lee's performance. Um, he, d- he did a good job in, in a ridiculous weight and he got drawn in the most ridiculous part of the bracket yes. and um, yeah I, I think I, I'm still seeing a lot because we posted you posted the uh, the process thing uh, video and so I'm getting mentions about that and about how Jordan would have placed and it's like man I feel like I have to make a case against Jordan Burroughs but like I, what, what did we see in the last year from Jordan that says he was going to meddle here like for sure that you're like beyond the shadow of a doubt I you know, he didn't wrestle much, and when he did, he, he lost to Iran. So, he's yeah. the man and a legend, but time is coming for all of them, every single yeah. wrestler, and it, it could be at that point with Jordan. I don't know. And I don't know for sure because I haven't seen him wrestle very much. Yeah. So, I would be able to say, I would be able to be more definitive and be like, no, yeah, I do agree. Jordan for sure would have wrestled, but I didn't see him wrestle very much. And, and when he did, yeah. I mean, it would have been, yeah, to your point, and I think you said this on Twitter, but it would have been a different story if you saw him. You know, go beat up the guys who are first and second in, in the last calendar year, but he doesn't wrestle that much, so it's really yeah. hard to to put him and say he's here because you can't see it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, we certainly saw glimpses, even against Chance. You saw like there's still a lot of that. Jordan is is still there. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm never writing him off, and obviously, what he can do it is undeniable. Um, but I don't know. All right, next question. All right, there's sort of two kind of like folk style centric questions. One was that like 40% of the world champs had a folk style background. And then the another, Ashby Diaz says, can you tell all the people that think U.S. should be all freestyle to just stop arguing that now? Uh, I want to kick this to Ben. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I want to comment on those things. The forty percent is kind of nonsense. That's just three Americans plus Mijic. Um, so that's just a, a silly metric there to, to bring up. Um, Why? I don't know. <laughs> that's what a, you would you would cherry pick a data point like that. Uh, any nah, I don't do that cherry picking. I, I tell the full truth and nothing but the truth. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna start calling out your cherry pick data. Try it. Try it. Right. It will be tried. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I love them both. I love freestyle. I love folk style. I hope we don't ever go away from folk style uh, to freestyle exclusively. Uh, and I don't feel the need to argue which one is better because I like them both. 
Well, not it's not better. It's not uh, the question isn't even better. It's just the whole narrative has been that folk style is prohibitive of our us achieving our free, maximum freestyle success. And, I guess, and that's not true, obviously. Okay, we just we just won the world. Um, I agree. Yeah, so I I feel like I feel like if you pick a side here, you play into the argument, and I feel like people <clears throat> should just stop arguing about it and say like, "Hey, uh, I like them both. I want to do them both." I'm gonna wrestle folk style during the, the season, and then I'm gonna wrestle freestyle the rest of the year. Yes, I think you yeah. can say that, but I think it's so silly to say that if America was freestyle full time, we wouldn't be 0.1 percent better at freestyle as a country. If you just start doing gut wrenches from the time you're five years old, hmm. I don't know. Like I think it's safe to say, like you can succeed in spite of that, and you can be very good. And that folk style and freestyle training are very similar, but to say that you wouldn't be better at freestyle if you did that full time is just kind of silly to I, me. And then if you think if you truly think that folk style makes you better at freestyle, then you should be advocating for women to wrestle folk style in college instead of freestyle, because then they would be better. If we want to be Japan, maybe we should start training more folk style. Our ladies should start training more folk style. A lot of them do um, end up training a lot of folk style. Well, you have to because if you just go to club when you're a youth person, you do folk style. You need to know how to claw tilt. <laughs> I would say, I, I don't know. I'm not not an expert on development, but I think there's something to the the grind of folk style matches that, yeah. that helps us in matches. I think there's something to the continuous wrestling nature of folk style whereas like it's kind of always whereas in freestyle top bottom it's very much like you're sort of switching to a more defensive thing I don't know I think there's a lot of exchanges and things where I see folk style in freestyle I mean you certainly see it with David my gosh I mean he's ripping bar halves off and um, I think you can do that while training freestyle how many Russians do you see do that 0.0 um, and I say, normally Russia. JD wants to fight. See, this, is, said, this, this is why we have this question. He's trying to pick fights. He's trying to pick fights over here. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's a good question. I, I'm not even saying like we should strictly just train freestyle. I, I like folk style wrestling too. I'm just saying, to me, it is silly to say like if you didn't exclusively do that, you wouldn't be even if it's point one percent better. Point one percent better. We might be point one percent better. We might be measures better in some aspects of freestyle wrestling but there could be counterbalanced drop-offs in that we lose in folk style and that that to me is where the true answer is and i think you can get tough and wrestle hard without necessarily wrestling folk style there's zero tough freestyle only wrestlers (laughs) that we can go tough they don't like hard wrestling they don't like hard wrestling period don't like it yeah just kidding okay here's a question because these are all questions. And I also think if you want to counter that with a lot of guys have success immediately post-college uh, season, that has a lot more to do with the structure of a college season than wrestling folk style in college. Well, that's a very convenient uh, perspective to take. And age has a lot to do with it as well. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Okay. From Sip Dit. <laughs> If you're guys Donnie or one of his coaches, what's the answer for David Taylor if there even is one? Because Donnie hasn't scored a takedown in their last two matches. 
and DT seems to only have widened the gap from last year's beatdown. Man, it's tough because he wrestles so one way. Like, David has such a diversity. That's all of Iran, too, for that matter. I I would say Amazad is a little more... I mean, you kind of know what he's going to do. I think he's a little more diverse, a little more uh, leg attack oriented than, than Yazdani. But I, I think, I don't know. You have to like rewind the tape and kind of go back to how you d- developed a lot of the way. Because you're a different weight class. You, <laughs> honestly, do you go do you go 97 and just see what happens? Yeah. I, I don't know. what I don't know what the answer is. David or Ben, technically, where, where does he give him so much yeah. trouble? Well, I mean, a lot of, like, to your point, a lot of areas because he has no answer for him right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to your, uh, I'm going to look up his age right now. Uh, he's like, because he yeah, is, Donnie? he's not old. 28. He's 28, but but he's obviously, you know, he won the Olympics in, what, 16. So yeah. um, he's older in his wrestling career. So to kind of reinvent yourself at this age is incredibly difficult. Um, yeah, and that's something that he would have to do. He would have to really kind of reinvent his wrestling style to be leg attack oriented or find a different way to attack David because none of the ways he has right now are, are working even slightly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is there a hand fighting solution? But it's got to be, but hand fighting's not going to be scoring, right? He's got to be able to score. And David's going to score at least a couple times, so he's got to be able to score. More, more than a couple times, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, right? He's been so limited to an underhook and and scrambles, and David just wins all those, and David doesn't give up any go behinds. I was actually grilling him. He was at PNL, and I, I was like, dude, never, because um, he never gives up go behinds. And uh, and one of the things is he kind of stays on both knees a lot, which is actually kind, of, you know, what I'm saying kind of bad. His art, he actually argued that it was good because he said, you know, say in the Penn State room, they're so good at go behinds that. And I agree with this point: is if you if you put up a leg, they're gonna go get that leg. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, but obviously, if you secured an elbow, then it is a little different. It's, it makes it way harder for them to go get that leg. But if if they don't have one and you come up, um, it's so easy for them to attack that that leg that post that's up. Um, yeah, man, he's so good at not giving up go behinds. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's nice to have to probably figure out a way to go underneath him in order to score because that's the way he can't. He hasn't done because he doesn't really do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I think it's got to be a super high pace, low-scoring match is what it has to be. He's got to really... He's got to find a way to keep him off his legs. Pretty much if David gets on his legs, it's either points or nothing for Yazdani. I don't know. But, you know, we say... If he wasn't in Iran, and this is kind of weird to say, I, I feel like maybe... Yazdani would have a better chance to like figure something out, but I feel like they're so like sort of stuck in how they're how they go about winning that he can't like David made his first team in 20, 2018, right? He was 27, 28 years old, right? Yes. And you know, he certainly has evolved his style, right? So it's yeah. not that it can't be done at that age. I, and and to be fair, like David's always had an incredibly diverse offensive style. Yeah. I don't know if you'd say David uh, evolved that much. I mean, he was he was always so diverse that he could do so many different things. Yeah. Um, well, I think he not. grew into the weight class, and um, you know, he he got better at all the things. But evolve, that's ah, a hard one for me. Yeah, he definitely. It's probably not evolved. Well, he, yeah. the way and he's evolved, in my opinion, is he 
keeps up that incredible pace without shooting as much. I don't think he has quite as much high of attack rate, but the hand fight is probably more brutal. Um, and the pressure is still there. But he's not shoot, 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 yeah. shoot, shoot. He started this thing, I, I don't know what, when you could say, and he's always had a high pace, but like second periods are just like, he just goes nuclear in those periods. And yeah. pe- people can't stay with him. So that was that was a change for sure. And I think that's a good point, J.D. Find it. He did an yeah. interview where he talked about that. How he, like, sort of optimized for that that last three minutes. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it was it had something to do with shooting less, picking your spots more wisely, but still having a high uh, high pace and increased hand fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, it, man, I'm on Jazz Dine's Wikipedia page. He, he has nine world medals already, which is yeah. pretty wild to think about. Um... World and or Olympics, so mm-hmm. we include them both. Um, and then, man, he's only lost seven times. And his only losses since 2016, Alexander Medved. Uh, Sabalov, and David I Taylor. Think. That was before that. So, Sabalov, oh. at, yeah, Sabalov was at the Alexander Medved in February of 2016. And then since then, um, his only losses are David Taylor. And he, he teched Sabalov later that year at the World Cup. Um, it's actually pretty cool on Wikipedia. They have, they have literally all of his matches, 109 and 7 in his senior level career. I've said enough. In America, obviously, Yazdani is renowned internationally, especially in Iran. But I feel like he doesn't get the respect he deserves. He's basically a Kyle Snyder situation where if David Taylor is yes. not at his weight, we're looking at him as a goat. Yeah. I forget. Which David said that. Yes. He, in the bracket he won in 2016, was very tough, too. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He won the bracket with Burroughs, Godoyev. Um, he beat Godoyev, yeah. too. Thank you, head. Yeah, he's getting destroyed, and he somehow won. And if you look through his matches, um, dude, his his only close matches in his wins, so his only his only losses are David. His only close matches and wins are Gassimpour. He's a 5-2 yeah. win over Gassimpour. Team uh, 2020 Olympic Trials. He has a uh, 6-3 over Gassimpour in the 2019 World Team Trials. And besides that, he kind of smashes. Like, you know, I guess if you want to say 11-5 is close over Karugliev, but it's mostly Tex. Yeah. No, he, he, he... Speaking of going nuclear, this guy just goes insane late in matches. Yes. I, really, sometimes he just overwhelms guys early, actually. Like, he just comes out and people are just are not able to just stay on the mat with him it, it's crazy but if you can hang around like david and only david can yes it's it gets ugly okay does kyle snyder have any chance of another world or olympic title at this point as scott sowitz for sure well he does. it will be interesting to see how the development of taz goes and then you know one of the other things is uh, that happens is people will start studying him because I don't going to, at least I don't know. And actually, there's a question on here later that I think fits into this one is, and I don't know the answer to it is, did Taz have U17 and U20 world medals? Because it felt like no, no one was talking about him, and he took everyone by total surprise, and no one had any film on him, so they kind of almost didn't know what to expect. Which I was couldn't be said of Central Live because he's from Central Live's wrestling academy or whatever so said i've had to know him a little bit but the rest of the people didn't know him right so he and it's not like he had an undefeated we already talked about this but like he had a loss yeah. to batsayev like in the 
summer. So I don't know, but you have to figure more developments coming for him. Um, and you know, Snyder was, you can say what you want and, but he got in, in scoring positions two times and just, he got countered in ways. Now we've seen Kyle countered that way. Right. So that is an area where, you know, he's got to, he's got to shore that up, but I, I'm not ruling out him running down Taz, um, because I don't, he seems a little more open in his wrestling than Sajalayev, who is so just like shut down. Um, and I think that that may favor Kyle yeah. a little bit better. Well, yeah, and to that point, we Kyle can still try another strategy. Like he could try just hand fighting hard for the first, mm-hmm. you know, four four minutes, and um, you know because Taz did not generate any of his own offense there. Every single point was off Kyle's points, so there's a significantly different strategy that Kyle can try the next time against him. And, and the counter to that is this dude shot like a sweep double against Sajalayev and finished it and then turned him after that which injured or not like we man we haven't really seen we haven't really seen that so but you know Kyle's Kyle's the man for the job I would say Uh, you know yeah so I it's hard to imagine it's hard to rule out Kyle because this guy is 27 he's 27 so you're going to tell me that's so crazy for, he's got how many medals now? Eight. Well, we talk about next next year will be Eight his tenth nine. year on the team. What'd you say? Next year will be his tenth year on the team, and he'll be twenty eight. Yeah, that's so, so insane. It's so insane, and I think write him off at your own peril. I'd say because he's a guy who wants to wrestle forever. He's like he has said this since twenty fifteen, and at every checkpoint along the way, he's like, I want to wrestle till I'm forty. I want to wrestle till I'm forty five. Like. He has been consistent about this. This dude just is about it. And also, you know, there's sort of a lack of... Now, I think maybe Aaron Brooks is going to be become his biggest competition. I think Aaron eventually will move up into 97. But I was just seeing a picture of Aaron the other day, and he looked big. He looked he so is. big. He's big boy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the, apparently, the 84 cut was none too fun for him. So... He'll be moving up, and it sounds like he won't be at eight, an 86 very long, maybe even beyond this 2024. So yeah. I think that becomes Snyder's biggest threat. And honestly, until the, if Aaron wasn't moving up, it's, it's just Jaden. And, you know, for whatever reason, Jaden hasn't been able to even yeah. get to that match. Hey, you know the thing we were talking about earlier where, like, how, how would have Burroughs done if he was on the team or how would Yanni have done if he was on the team? Yeah. The one that I can't believe more people are bringing up is, would Aaron Brooks have won a world title at 92? Because Zahid took bronze. He actually beat Zahid. So in these other cases, Burroughs lost to Marsteller. Yes. And Yanni lost to Nickley. Yes. Aaron Brooks actually beat Zahid Valencia, but because of the process, yeah. didn't get the chance to wrestle off for that weight class or chose not to, whichever way you want to put it. Um, that's one I'm really surprised people are bringing up because the guy who won it, is another young kid who um, maybe did not have as great of results this year and is probably getting better still um, and won the title. Could mm-hmm. Aaron Brooks have beat him? Possible. That That is a fair – that is the the area I think you could press in a little bit and say – got a question from Dan the House. Does this uh, make CP rethink his stance on wrestling the Olympic weights first and then non-Olympic weights for to make the uh, team? No, I don't think I like that. 
Um, Man, I, I come like on, the, let's I, do this. It's so, so it's much like, smarter. Yeah, it, it's maybe a little bit, but I think at some point you, you want a you want a really cool event that that has significant meaning, and it can't just be all about you know the nuance the nuanced aspects of of the process that are you know there are there's a vulnerability here if all these things play out i think you kind of take that and you have the awesome final x right i think and then you know yeah. if you well you say i feel like you're thinking from a media perspective because a media perspective you're obviously no, right. not not well i'm i'm thinking more from a fan perspective i think yeah fan media sorry that's kind of the same thing, i would right? not say that's the same thing but yes well really because if the media produces great content, the fans are more pleased than if the media produces crappy content. So I don't know. It's like and content maybe they're based on maybe they are one and the same. Yeah, they're they're very similar, or yeah. at least they have the same interests there. I would say, uh, but yeah, from a competitive standpoint, I really, I, if I have a I have a hard time finding an argument where letting certain losers wrestle off, they would have to meet a criteria. They'd probably have to be in final X. Right, they'd probably have to lose at one of the Olympic weights, and then they would be able to have a, you know, a week or two to say, "Hey, I actually want to wrestle off this other weight class," and then go do it. Like, yeah, yeah, I think, that. yeah, I mean, for for sure, Aaron Brooks had a case to to be the guy at ninety two. Like, there's no mm -hmm. no denying that. But, you know, he he made his commitment to eighty six, and yeah, um, you know, it's not like we came home empty handed at ninety two. So he did a good job. Well, kind of the the unfortunate part for Aaron now is not just in addition to not making a team, but Zahid now is in an advantageous <laughs> position. That's a good point. That is Charles You should be you should yeah. be able to get the rest off not for the team but for the Zahid playing the chess, not checkers bracket. out here. Yeah, he really dropping is. this match now, <laughs> so he's set up better for the Olympic trials. He's, he's playing the long game. Um, yeah, no, that is that is a very fair point for sure. Yeah, that's a vulnerability. And also, yeah, kind of goes back to why are we rushing the Olympic trials? They should have a trials yep. bracket, and then they should have the wrestle off a week or two later or something. I haven't thought it out fully. Uh, okay, other questions. There's there's literally billions. Uh, what weights do the tweeners go, and what oh, if Vito one. went 65? There's no – I mean – there's no it's way Vito small. goes up. Also, like, it's not even the size. It's like he would never go into Yanni's weight. That is just, is just oh, that's almost that more too. absurd. Like, yeah. like best friends and like, all right. I'll, and also, it's just not his best weight. He can make fifty-seven. It's not fun. He's not been the. He's not been the same at fifty-seven. But like, the interesting thing is like how much because Vito has talked a lot about the weight, but even more about just like his mentality and his work with a sports psychologist and, and how that has had an impact. So like now we have to question why well, Vito over the last year has been the most breakout of breakout stars, right? But how much of that is he's at the right weight? How much of that is the mentality? And therein lies the answer for how he's probably going to do at 57. Because if it's all mentality, he's probably going to be the guy. But if it's, it's, if it's like 80% he's at the right weight class, then He's probably dealing with the same issues he was at at Final X in in twenty twenty two. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I think he's. Oh man, fifty seven gonna be so much fun. We're gonna have a great time next year. Yeah, you gonna go? Yeah, I'm going. 
You gonna enter? <laughs> no. All right. Probably not. All right, David looks Good ripe fun. for the picking, uh, Ben. Ben, is this guy? Yeah, one here? of my kids is like, can you beat David still? And I'm like, well, I don't know if I could, could ever. I mean, at some point, probably, you know, when he was like 17 or 18, probably, because he was smaller and way younger, probably I'll beat him. Then at some point, he eclipsed me, of course, and then probably at no point after that could I have ever beat him again. Wow, and very so big like, of you no. to admit that, Ben. <laughs> That's a ridiculous question. He's bigger than me, and he's the best in the world. No, I cannot beat him. Yeah. Will this be your first Olympic trials with athletes competing? Did anybody compete in 2021? That's a good question. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. so yeah, mm. we, should have, we should have at least a few AWRs in this Olympic trials. That's pretty cool. And then hopefully it never stops after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you, and Mitchell obviously has aspirations too, right? So Mitchell and Keegan potentially in the same bracket. Yeah, they'll probably be in the same bracket. Mitchell has to – what does he – they both have to do either place – Mitchell's already qualified. He's already world qualified. Medalist. So Yeah, junior world champ. Any, so did Keegan. Any they're age level. Qualified. They're both qualified. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking Olympic red shirt, not trials. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm sorry. No, he's qualified for the trials, though. If you're a if you're a world junior – an age level medalist, you're in? I for think it's junior world champion specifically. Okay. Uh, I believe. Let's see. You, uh, you might be right. And but then Keegan's a junior world champ also, but I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a date on it. Uh, Olympic trials wrestling. They just announced it, right? Very yeah, yeah like September fifteenth. Like, like the, the day, day world worlds. started. I'm pulling it up. Uh, here we go. I got it. Also, the full procedure. Oh. I got it. It's, it's from this website called Full Wrestling, written by a guy named JD Raider. <laughs> <laughs> Great champion. Okay. Um, requirements. All right. Let's see. Provided events, Dave James, uh, used as part of the process. You said no. So U20s was only 2023. They so, also, you know what a wild one is, though? They, they're letting the U, U17 world champs in also, I think. That doesn't make any sense. I don't have an issue with that. Why not? Well, I don't well, I don't have an issue with it, but, like, Keegan can't get in because his world championship was a year years before. Ago? Like that means yeah, yeah. he's more mature, right? More, I don't know. Yeah, that's dumb. You said well, it's it's just yeah. and then um, U twenty three. I believe he's wrestling in U twenty three, so he could get in via that also, and then also via um, NCAs. Or Bill Farrell, or well, I don't nationals. believe he's competing at the Bill Farrell. You don't believe? I don't. Th- Keegan is not. I don't yeah. think so. No. Okay. All right. Um, next question. Haseem Muhammad. Hope I said that right. Sidikov has seemingly exposed Dake's go-to defense, the chest wrap. Any thoughts on his competitors being able to take advantage of this? This was his main means of shutting De- Nolf and Burroughs down in their last meetings. Did we talk about this in the last show? Not in. Not from the angle of did Sidikov reveal sort Something of how new. how to. Yeah. Finish on Dake. Uh, okay. Well, I would say that um, he can actually brought this up the, the day before the Sidikov Dake match about how what you actually need to do is attack his heel. And that was exactly what Sidikov did. So very uh, observant by that young man. Um, wow. So yeah, there's the knowledge of what to do, but then there's the skill to be able to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I always say with my athletes, I'm like, well, 
all you guys have the knowledge of how to do a single leg, but can you go execute that on someone in the state finals? Can you go execute on someone in the national finals? Like those are two very different things. Knowledge yeah. and ability to execute are way, way different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So I guess the question is, do you think that Jason or Jordan or Keegan have the ability to execute? Well, Jordan doesn't have that. He doesn't do that outside step Head outside, maneuver. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, the, yeah, the newer, the newer head outside one. Keegan does it very well to both sides. Uh, Mitchell does it very well to both sides. But those guys, I don't know. We'll see We'll see if they can make it that far. Does Nolf do it that much? I don't think he does. He's more head inside. Attacker. He's more head inside. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that I, that does appear to be the tactic to beat him, um, given what Sidikov did and given us not – you know, and actually, well, no, didn't the Japanese guy get there from the same attack? I believe. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think it was head outside also. The yeah. Outside. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, so obviously I'm sure Kyle Dake will be saying, hey, you know, I gave that position up sometimes. I need to get some more work in here and probably try to get better. I think that was the first thing he said in the interview is like something to the fact that I got to keep him off my legs, can't let him in that much or, or something to that extent. And yep. and the, the interesting thing is for all, you know, we're talking about exposing Dake's defense. He lost basically by a point. To this guy, he scored seven points on him. So, yeah. for for all that, the you know, it was just a position, and he was successful there. I'm not I'm not dismissing that, but it's yeah. like it's not like it was this drastic sort of beat. Like David Taylor exposes Yazdani every every time they wrestle him. Like just like yeah. his his very specific vulnerabilities are just highlighted and emphasized every time David wrestles him. Like. This was an aspect where he thought Dake would have the advantage, and it turns out he didn't in this match. So it's not as bad as that, but it, I thought it was a really good question. Yes. Um, I'm not going to ask that question. Uh-oh, what is it? Which one? <laughs> if you can find it, I'll let you ask it. But oh, not... man. Um, why are U.S. transfers doing so well? We have the best coaches, trainers, facilities yet. Wait, this has got to be a joke. Um. Bert, Bert Bartsky, I'm sorry I didn't read that question fully, but that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. I know we have drug testing for worlds, but is anyone testing Taz to see if he is human? I don't know if they do actual human testing. He looked human to me. He looked, he was a biped, you know, for sure. No, he's a human. Uh, our our guy, Travis Shives, is, is convinced he's going to be transferred back to Russia by the time uh, the Olympics rolls around. Really? That'd be a fast turnaround. Yeah, I don't... I don't know if it... The question is, can it happen? Like, from a... He... Because... Did he actually transfer to Bahrain? Or is he just... It's all about his UWW license. And I... He never represented Russia at a UWW event growing up. So I don't know if he had a UWW license. Mm-hmm. So he might have only ever had one UWW license. I think he has a CDL, but I don't think that matters here. <laughs> he actually grew up in Bahrain. I'm surprised you guys didn't know that. <laughs> Some wrestling experts. You don't even know where this guy's from. Uh, um, hey, I like where where was Bahrain? I didn't know that. So India's the, got uh, all kinds of problems. Well, they're getting up for the Asian Games in like a week or two. Oh yeah, that's which true. for them as a country, the Asian Games are are very big. Um, obviously more important than the world championships, which is kind of crazy to think about. That doesn't seem obvious to me because the world is actually bigger 
than Asia. <laughs> but it is a true thing that, like, Japan, I believe, has done this in the past. And, like, yes. I think maybe even North Korea back when they had that 57-kilo guy. Um, they would prioritize Asian games. But uh, it's not obvious to me, but it's it is definitely a thing it, in it's Asia. It's now, yes. Um, it, it has some sort of, like, tie into the to the Olympics, but it, it's very important for them, so they are gearing up for that, which is How why. do you watch those? Uh, maybe NBC? I don't know. I'm sure they're going to blow it up. They're going to get people really um, excited for it. Yeah, I know. I was in Asia a lot. They're, they're like, they had the Southeast Asian games also. Those are big. And I, maybe it's a factor of, for a lot of those countries, they know they really have no chance in certain events at Worlds. So, you know, if they can win the Continentals or that, it's much cooler. Something to that effect, probably. Mm-hmm. True that. Okay. Do you guys want to pick some questions? I'm just, like, rapid fire. I say, there's, uh, there's a bunch. Spencer Lee update. I saw him on Instagram. He was in Japan. Tra- I don't know if he was training or he was just hanging out with, the, but he was hanging out with some Japanese wrestlers. That was a while ago, but yep. Um, it was? I'll get. I mean, on Instagram months, hard then. It, it was it like just came up ago. to my Instagram feed he, like a, he a said day he ago. Didn't really train there. Yeah. He's like, I kind of rolled around, but not trained. But it sounds like he's back to training now. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm going to Iowa next week. So. Ooh, all right. I'll talk to. Spencer there. There is no official U.S. broadcaster of the Asian Games. See. Darn. That's cool. So, if uh, you watching the uh, Shapiro said he's going 57. What do we think about that? I think he's a contender for sure. We talked about it, I think, um, a while ago. Because it... I forget where it was. Oh, yeah. Coach, Coach Gray told me. Uh, I... Man, my thought is he can win a national title this year at 157. No, no doubt in my mind that's possible for him. Yeah, I think so too. He's freaking fun to watch. He's fun to watch freestyle. I'm sure he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch in folk style. I didn't watch any of the open tournaments he was in last year, but I know his results were really, really, really good. Yes. All right, you got to uh, keep him coming. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to let y'all go, but you can't have these pauses. You got to have him I'm, I'm keep up. Asian Games deep dive right well, now. Well, stop. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason Muzikaya, it's not streamed in America. Muzikaya did have an uh, uh, say accidental single grab. It, it appeared. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. This picture is pretty bad, but sometimes, yeah, I don't know. He's too but fast for rules. that it, like, happened. These small little single grabs happen all the time in America. You say all that? Time, yes. Okay, you say that, and I want to believe, but also... I watch so much American wrestling, and it's incredibly rare. Like, we had the Jordan Chance thing where it was, like, really, really subtle. But, like, straps getting grabbed, I, I do not see that. that. wasn't a strap getting jabbed, yeah. though. Well, remember when Sargucci to put it over their head? Yes. He grabbed the strap so hard, he yeah. would literally pull it over their that head. That doesn't happen. I think it's... But I'm saying, like, a finger uh, getting caught in a strap, like, real quick for a second... Uh, happens and then you can pause this and be like wow look at this terrible single grab all that happened in here was this guy's hand was coming down and his finger got caught in the chest area of the single and it snapped it that's why they should wear the the compression t-shirts and shorts wouldn't happen then be fine um hey one big injury uh injury one big rule change i would do for announced wrestling well obviously grounded is the number one for sure yeah but we got to have some injury time and an actual significant penalty. I don't know if it's a point penalty. I don't know what it is. But in folk style, they give you choice, which most of the time turns into a, a penalty of a point. 
mm-hmm. uh, because they choose down and get up. Um, there should be some type of penalty because it is so dumb that you can just or early bird it at minimum want. a time limit. And I didn't see anyone at min- taking at minimum. Yes, at minimum a time limit. I didn't see anyone take tremendous advantage of it at, at the worlds, but it's a vulnerability. You can shut the door, and um, yeah. All right. Do you think there should be a 235 pound weight class? No. Hell no. No. Gosh, so why? Dumb. There's already too many upper weights. Why did? Why? Yeah. In in folk style, no. In freestyle, no. In, in no freestyle, I take one of the upper weights away. I I would I would shift all the weights. Like I'd jam them down if I couldn't freestyle. I'd leave 213. I'd move 82 down. I'd move 96 down, and I just cut, push them down. Yeah. I There's think that would be up to- top. totally fine. No, I could see your argument of call dressing of moving uh, 197 to like 205 and then maybe one, one, uh, or something. 80, 180, 190, somewhere in there, potentially. Maybe slide them up a tiny little bit. But man, when you're, if you're 220, you can make 205 kind of easy. And if you're 220, you're big enough to win a heavyweight. Yeah. If you're 235, if you, you're a big dude. You're big, and you could probably be 250 pounds very easily, which is plenty big yes. to win, uh, yes. to win worlds. Two, who weighs 285? No. no one weighs 285 anymore. No one ever. Not even not Zare. It's not not Akul, even Not Petrovili. Well, 265 is the is the yeah. weight class for international wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. I was think I was kind of in folk style mode there, but yeah, yeah. A couple extra kilos for Greco. Snyder, you know, big boys. Big because the Greco humans are different size. They had a study. Mijan Lopez is built different. He is literally built different. I love that uh, that Cuban is like qualifies the way for them and all that stuff. <laughs> and he's like, it is Mijan's spot now. It's so funny too that Mijan was there. Uh, he was in Belgrade. It's like, bro, I make and was like, yes, I'm making a return, but you, not this you year. guys know the deal. I make weight once every four years, and I beat everyone. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. And I don't even practice. And I don't have to practice. And don't even ask me about practicing because it's pointless because I don't need to. When I lose at the Olympics, I will start practicing. <laughs> and then I dance and crotch chop on all you fans. Yes. <laughs> then I go D Generation X. What hey, a- this was a fun show, but we're doing tears on Thursday. Bank on it. Okay. It shall be banked. Don't try to cut us off early. It's 928. I, like well, I already looked at the Spade. questions. All the good questions are done. Uh, we need to be done. No. I like this one from Spade. Hungary, Serbia, <laughs> or Bahrain? Which new freestyle powerhouse will earn the most Oh, Spade's trying to troll you guys. He works for Flo. He can't troll you guys. He he kind of not a troll, though, because it is actually a good question to think about who's going to get the hung- medals. Oh, yeah, Hungary with uh, Musikayev. Um, Musi Baby, Stefan, or Taz? Well, I mean, if you guys really make me pick, Bahrain's got the best finances. So if if we got anyone smart in the government over there, then they're going to start hiring all the Russians. Bahrain has m- numerous guys, so I'll say them, and their guy just beat Snyder and Sajalayev consecutively yeah. and pinned his person in the finals. So yeah. I'll go with him. Um, I'm, I'm, I might leave oh. Serbia because they got Sabalov. Here's well. here, here is a last question from Karmash. Did anything stick out to you tactically, technically, or physically, body language, about the Russians? Um, they were definitely missing an angry Tadiev in the corner. That's for sure. I, I think the more I look at Russia's performance at Worlds, they didn't qualify any weights in women's, any weights in Greco, and they're not powerhouses there, but they're solid, good, above average. Uh, and I, I just... 
you kind of write off this whole world as like there's there's major systematic issues in Russia yeah. on the wrestling side. Yeah. Well, I mean, the perplexing thing to me, and I, I believe I already brought this up, but those other guys who won are training. They're training in Russia. Yeah. Taz, uh, Muzakayev, uh, I believe there's one more I'm forgetting right now. But they're training in Russia with the, with the other people. So why did they do fine and the Russians did not? It's a good question. Abakarov, uh, does he tr- he trains in Russia as well? He probably does, yeah. Yeah, so they've, they've got, honestly, you put their, you put their 10 highest scoring Russians, true Russians, then I'm curious how that, how they win. Of course, if we play that game, we won 57, and we had a finalist at 65. So we'll play that, Maybe. but it would improve their, their performance. Okay. Thank you very much for your questions. Still many that were not answered, and even the ones we answered, did we actually answer them? I don't know. Job. All we can do it all we can do is our best. That's what Coach Ben says. We have to give effort. Um, all we can do. Thank you to Ben. Thank you to JD. And especially you for tuning in on a Monday. We hope you have a great week. We will be back on Thursday. Um, I do believe. Sticking with our schedule, which is rare for us, but we're doing it for consecutive weeks now. So good job by us. Good job by you. We will see you Thursday. Thank you so much. Goodbye.